This podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy, an amazing company that is changing the way we look at health and wellness. Now Alchemy is using uh, monatomic gold and ormus, which is sourced from two ocean sources, the Dead Sea and the Himalayan Sea. Ormus is a powerful combination, a liquid known as the golden food for the gods. And in ancient Egyptian times, it was known as the light elixir. This energy not only shifts and brings back the dimensions of your body, but allows your entire light body to expand. Any particle breakdown inside of your system becomes repaired. It opens up your third eye, increases manifestation potential, balances the left and right hemisphere of your brain, and increases brain capacity. And that's not the best part of it. The very best part of it is actually enhancing your shamanic abilities, such as increased dream lucidity, being able to feel the energies that are around you, and being able to balance both your chakras and your internal and external Internal world increases your human biomagnetic sheath, known as your aura, and relieves stress and anxiety. Now, this is something you have to try. So go ahead and check out Now Alchemy, a sponsor of the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Thank you and enjoy the show. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years, and with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I am super happy that you are here and I am happy to love all over you. Just mm, just to love you and to embrace you and to know that anything that has gone on in your life before you got on this podcast is now being cleared. And I'm just calling on the ancestors and the angels and the spirits and all the divine beings of the great council of love to just clear all that stuff out of your life and just be done with it. Done, 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 done. So right now, all the spirits are clearing all that energy out of your life because you know why? Because you're wonderful and you're beautiful and you're amazing and you were created by creation. And that means that you are so important and you matter and it is amazing. So anyway, that being said, uh, your energies are now cleared and the spirits are working on your behalf because they love you and you don't have to thank them because spirits don't have egos and they don't need your praises and nor does God. We are love and love gives infinitely without the need to get some kind of something back in return. So always remember that whenever you're dealing with spirit. If you want to do that, if you feel like you want to say thank you, that's fine. If that makes your human self feel like you're appreciating something. But the fact of the matter is that we know that you appreciate. We know that you appreciate everything that we give to you. And so we're so happy to be able to just give it to you and love you and just embrace you and, <laughs> and make your life feel so good and so easy and so embraced and so warm and so lifted and so shifted and so in alignment. Yes. So receive that, receive that blessing, receive that gift, receive that amazingness that we are sending you every single second, every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week from this day forth, clearing that path of anything that has been getting in your way and we have shifted it. And the great spirits that I've sent out to you right now are moving these obstacles out of your path. So 
be joyful, be joyous, and celebrate you. So thank you for being a part of the show. And for those of you who have not signed up on my masterclass, which is super amazing that I did with Sahara Rose, and it is all about lifting and shifting and giving you new technology so that you can see and perceive the world differently and create new outcomes and new experiences and not be afraid to let that radiant, powerful, illuminating light shine through and blast this world with a lot of you. So I'm excited about it. So if you haven't got on that yet, please check it out. You can go to my Instagram page and you can see it there for yourself right there, the masterclass and, um, and join in and get involved. So I am happy to share with you so much love today. Let's talk about responsibility. What is responsibility? Responsibility is the ability to respond to any situation with love. Oh, but does that, is that what everyone is doing? Is everyone responding to life with love? Is everyone having the ability to respond to life with love? You see, because I see a lot of people responding with fear, responding with anger and distrust and feeling of being hurt and taken advantage of and abused and all of these different things and how we choose to respond to anything, even if it's uncomfortable or painful, if we always remember to respond to any situation with love. We are literally creating an opening in the darkness, a beautiful opening, and not like this little pinhole opening. I'm talking like a vortex of light that shines through that darkness immediately. So whatever we're dealing with, right, whatever person we're dealing with, whatever situation we're dealing with, if we respond and, have, and acknowledge that we have a choice to have the ability to respond to any situation with love, we are literally creating doorways into the light through the darkness. How awesome is that? You not only will have more fulfilling life and you will truly understand the deep soul alchemy of your being because you will recognize that you are not held to all your old beliefs and you are not influenced by them because you're responding with love. You're responding with love. You are making a choice to have the ability to spawn with love. So the wisdom and the relationships you will obtain by surrendering to this level of source of love will make you feel safe and loved and well cared for and create this true divine principle of let God's will be your will, right? Which is letting spirit's will be your will, which is always the will of love. It never leaves from that. It never moves from that. It literally will become the anthem of your journey through life. And you will begin to understand that all of your being will then begin to adopt the chemistry of your entire body will begin to be made from love, divine love and trusting, loving, universal love, right? And so if we go and we look at the word love, which is L-U-V, lasting universal vibration right? So lasting universal vibration is L-U-V, love. So when you connect into that space, you realize that this is an energy that is not just experienced within your place. It's also experienced in the outer universe. It's experienced to the trees and the flowers and the earth and the soil. It's experienced through your pets and the friends and the family and the wind and everything around you gets to um, permeate with this a beautiful love energy that radiates from your being the moment you choose to respond to everything with love. Everything with love. Everyone. Every hug, every gesture, every comment, every conversation. Respond with love. 
It's good stuff and it's really fulfilling because you see, our souls are an accumulation of the many lives that we've lived and subsequently reincarnated as aspects of our personality. That means that you're not just one being, you are a multiple dimensional being that has been dreamed of by all these other multidimensional beings that dreamed you into creation through the consciousness of creation, which is God. So the cool thing is, is that all of those beings loved that idea so much to, that you literally became manifest. And that says something amazing because through that process, you can create more through your being. That means that as you love, you love and you respond with love, you are opening up this infinite expansion of love. And therefore that is creating so much life in so many different planets and so many different galaxies that you are literally a, a beaming creator of divine intention based in love, which is in its highest order, honored and valued and seen throughout the universe. Uh, I think that's quite remarkable if you ask me. I think that when we get into removing the obstacles and the blocks of our spiritual growth and gain the inability to see the opportunities that the universe constantly sends us as an opportunity to say, hey, can you love this? Um, what about this? Can you love that? And if this is created, can you love this? And can you love that person? And can you love this? And what about that? Can you love that? And oh, wait about that. Wait, could you love that as well? Right? And so it's like the universe is giving you these amazing opportunities to like really consciously get into the space of choosing love every day, every second, every minute. So good, so wonderful, so blessed, so amazing, so lifting, so vibrant. Are you lit right now? Are you lit right now? I'm completely lit right now. Are you lit? I'm lit. We're like literally a lit family of consciousness right now. Amazing litness happening right now because you just realize that everything that's showing up is the universe saying, hey, can you love that? Can you love this? Um, can you love that? Can you love this? Are you able to love that? Are you able to love this? Really amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So one of the obstacles that blocks our spiritual growth is our inability to respond to love. Our inability to respond to love or the ability to choose the ability to respond to love, which gives us what we call obstacles and blockages. Ooh, dun, 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 right? It's like obstacles and blockages are only there to get you to respond to love or to change your viewpoint or your perception of what you see into the formation of love so that the lens of love then becomes that which you enact your power through and then the world begins to change outside of that lens according to the vibration that you're sending out through that lens, which is, again, love. So when we're not responding and choosing to respond with love. What are we choosing to respond with? For some people, fear. Then they project that out through the lens and all of a sudden that fear becomes the viewpoint or the reality that they actually sit in and involve themselves in and generate in. And then people come into their life to project that fear even stronger to make them write about it. And that's where you get into the ego aspect because the ego's whole thing is like, I'm going to be, I'm here to teach you as a creator that whatever you say is real, I'm going to make real for you and then hold hold you to it. So if anyone comes in the room or argues with you about it, I'm going to become your lawyer and I'm going to defend your honor with what you believe, even if it's completely wrong, which is really interesting that 
as at this level of our involvement on earth, we haven't realized that's what the ego is actually doing. It's like, it's like your confidant, your, your, your advisor, uh, who, uh, who honestly ushers everything you believe into orchestration and then fights for your honor to make sure it stays that way until you change your mind, right? And then changing your mind is no more than just simply disregarding or dis, uh, devaluing uh, the belief that you had as truth or, you know, Basically, that if the truth that you're holding on to isn't held within the field of love, is it true? I think not. And I think that if we realize that, right, like, how cool is that? Like, think about everything you think about, right? And then ask yourself, if all those things are held within love, and if they're not, then they're untruth. So you just immediately dismiss them. Quite easy, really, right? It's like, if they're not held within love, for yourself or for another person or for the global awareness of our planet or for the illuminating presence of all life, then truly it is not necessary information, nor is it necessary for us to draw your attention to or make it a valuable statement that your ego would literally put into action as truth for you. And therefore you would live it, experience it on all levels of your being, both physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, because your ego and you are operating in this need to be right and to justify your righteousness by creating it physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually so that you can say, see, I told you love is hard to come by. Yeah, of course it is because you are looking through that lens of lack and therefore your ego is making sure that every person you connect with cannot sit in a beautiful relationship with you and build something that's prosperous with you and create something that is life-changing with you and beautiful and and. and and the symmetry and the orchestration of love is so profound that the nature of love moves through your being to every friend that you have because you're so in love and the person you're with, you're in love and you're sharing this beautiful energy and you're not draining each other's energy and you're not trying to change each other and you're just acknowledging independent love with each other and therefore coming together and sharing in that love. And therefore that love is leaving your being and sharing to all the people around you that love is possible. Well, if you weren't thinking that your ego would actually be doing the opposite and making everyone around you would not want to get into a relationship or not want to have kids or not want to um, deal, deal with any of the things that they see emanating from your being because you are not responding with love. You are responding with fear. You're responding with, with, with energies that are not based in love. And really the, the greatest way to get us back into any form of alignment is to just throw it on the table of love. It's like, hey, is this one I'm thinking operating in the highest place of love? No? Okay, that's off the table. Oh, hey, is this what I'm thinking and what I'm about to do operating in the highest love for me and the other person? If it's not, throw it off the table, right? It's like, throw it on the table of love, you know? As soon as you put it on the table of love, if it's, if it's meant to be there, a beautiful gem will appear. If it's not meant to be there, it will just be like sitting there waiting for you to take it off the table, basically. It's like whatever you throw on the table of love is going to absorb itself to the truth of love. And therefore, it will say, yes, the table will respond with a powerful yes. And the temple of the table that is around you will vibrate with a yes through your being that it is serving the highest level of love for all included. And therefore, go forward with it. And if it's not, then it will just sit there and say, hey, do you think you could think about this differently, God? Like, perhaps you kind of 
take this off the table because this isn't, you know, connecting with love. And this is going to cause pain and suffering, not to just to yourself, but to everyone around you, because there's a whole thing called a ricochet effect, which exists in the universe, which means that all polarities and subpolarities all inter intercede with each other. And therefore, you cannot stop them from interceding with each other because that is the way the universe operates through this ricocheting effect with everything bouncing off each other, much like an atom. And therefore, if you're creating something that's in that fold of that bouncing effect, like if you're in there bouncing a ball that has an explosive explosiveness to it, like, you know, like everyone's in the ricochet effect, bouncing their ball of evolution, their consciousness and emotions, and your ball has explosive, your ball explodes, it's going to explode all the other balls and it's going to affect all the lives of other people who bounce their balls. Kind of, kind of get the idea. It's like bouncing the balls. And that's like the best way to put it to you is like when I was a kid, I used to play handball, you know, and that's how I got the idea of bouncing the balls. Like you throwing a ball, another person's throwing a ball, but if your ball has a bomb, it's going to blow up the ball that it hits and blow up the person too. So we don't want that ricocheting effect with negativity. No, that's a definitely, definite no-no on the go-go to changing evolutionaries tune to bringing things into the place of love, right? That's a no-no and not a go-go. So a no-no and not a go-go is operation dismiss, right? And operation dismiss basically means that it wasn't formulated in love. It didn't come from love. It doesn't operate in love. It doesn't give love. It doesn't supply love and it doesn't embrace love. So it's got to go. It's on the no-no go-go for no operations. Couldn't that be so cool if we did everything in the world like that? Like everything in the world we would do would come from this process of putting it on the table of love. Like, yeah, here we go. We have a missile that we've created. Let's put that on the table of love. No, that didn't work. Okay, so take that off the table of love. We don't build missiles. Everything we put on the table of love in life, could you imagine how amazing our world would be if we all adopt this principle of love's awareness first? right through the consciousness of the divine loves awareness first right it's the it's the it's the it does it go on the table or is it a no-no and a go-go and operation quit right it's like no go no go here so that would be something that i think we as a tribe should all thrive to operate within the technology of our life so i think that's a beautiful technology right so if if we are to um recognize the power that we have inside of this ability to really be present in the understanding of our response to things. We could really make this world so kick-ass cool that rad would literally become the new word of the old word of the new word. Because I still like it. Rad, that was so rad. That is so awesome. Yeah, that would be rock on. And I think that we have the ability to do that. And it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with every other person we share it with and every person you invite to listen to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast to get this information and uplift and shift themselves to higher levels of possibility. So most of the time we are afraid to experience what is necessary to get to the core of who we are. Because what we realize is that the idea of who we are has been fabricated and manipulated by 
by our guardians and by our system. So the idea of who we are has been formulated on rules of the system, rules and ideas that we have separated ourselves from ourselves to step into so that way we can get loved and liked and appreciated and valued and seen and applauded and get accolades from the world for something that we're lying about within ourselves. And the only way we're going to be able to shift that and shift out of that is for us to respond with love towards ourselves, right? And love towards ourselves is is everything that we're doing and saying and operating in the world operating from this place of love. Or the way that we speak to ourselves, if everything that we're saying to ourselves is it operating on the table of love? Is it a necessary aspect of evolution? And when I say necessary aspect of evolution, what I'm basically saying to you is anything that fits within evolution must sit in the field of love. If it does not, it is not meant to be created. Just because we're so smart and intelligent, we don't have to create things that destroy us physically, hurt us mentally, and pollute us in our bodies and affect us emotionally in a negative way. We don't have to. We really don't. We really, 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 really don't. However, we choose to do those things because we think that we have to. Like you could choose to drink water that's really good for you, or you could choose to drink soda and poison your body and your liver and every part of your being and then be completely toxified and you become a toxic human being walking the planet toxifying people with your poisons inside of you because when you poison the internal aspects of your biological spacesuit you also poison your emotions and your mind and the words that will come out of your mouth will be matching those frequencies of poisons that you've placed in your body just by digesting something so you should even ask yourself is the Food is the things you place inside of your biological spacesuit operating on the table of love for you and love for others. Hmm. I just just sit back for a second and take all that in and breathe. Yes, 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 yes. The lens of love. Everything should go through that lens of love. And I mean everything. That is the only way we're going to continue in the future. I honestly believe I see a civilization of human beings in the way, way future that make decisions based on everything supporting the greater whole through love. That dismantling weapons, bombs, anything that would cause harm to a human body, anything food that would cause disruption within the human system that would cause pain, death, or separation would be removed and cleared so that we can have a beautiful, loving, nurturing, playful, fun, innovative, experimental, happy, sensuous life where we'll still be going into outer space, but our technology will be so much more advanced and we'll be meeting with other beings because they'll see us as a being, you know, a species that is honoring everything through the field of love. And so therefore they know that if we, if they invite us to our, their planet or, you know, 
connect with us with technologies and stuff. They know that we're not going to use those technologies to, to masquerade around uh, our power struggles with other countries in the world, that we're going to utilize it for the greater whole of all people, which is ominously where we are going. And for those of you who don't know that yet, or those of you who are playing opposite of it, it's either get on board or get off the lit train. As the lit train is in full functioning and it does not break down and all those on a board, get on board because that's where we're heading on that lit train, keeping lit all day, every day with knowledge, wisdom, and information to guide us and provide us with what we need to be a thriving species on planet Earth. Super cool. So if we look into the understandings of how we operate, right, right, it's as if you are having a conversation with your inner soul. You are having a conversation with your inner soul every time you talk to yourself. The question is, what are you saying to your inner soul? Is it coming from love? I mean, you are a cast of characters and your friends and family are also casting characters and are reflecting ways for you to grow and awaken. Uh, so if you think about that, what that looks like. Every person in your life, even the ones who irritate the crap out of you, and you know which ones those are, and the ones that really hurt you, and the ones that you feel have just brought nothing but darkness in your life, let's remove what they've brought into your life, and let's remove how you're interpreting it. And let's go into the fact that every person, including the ones who are causing you pain, are all there to get you to become a greater version of yourself by recognizing your ability to respond to love. Hmm? Yeah. All the people who've caused me pain in my life, and I mean pain, okay? Because I've gone through it. And let me tell you, it was excruciating. All of those people are blessed by me because I bless them for great life, great fortune, great love, and great healing, and whatever it is that their hearts desire to bring joy and ease in their life because they have helped me to be more in love with myself. They have helped me to be more in care of myself. They have helped me to respond to love for myself and for all those who wish to do harm or who inflict harm upon others because they are inflicting it upon themselves. I get the opportunity to stay in a place of love and I get the opportunity to reflect into the world and what I choose to experience. So if I'm experiencing someone who's hurting me, that means on some level I'm hurting myself, right? So that means that I need to go into the place where I am hurting myself and I need to bring it through. And when I say need, because it isn't urgency, it's a choice, but it is a need. You need to be in the light. You need water in order to survive. You you need sunlight in order to survive. You need food in order to survive. And you need love in order to survive. And these are needs. And these are urgencies. And these are necessities. And they are real. And sometimes people are like, don't talk about need. It's all about your want. No, it's about your need. I need water to live or I will die. I need love or I will die. I need these things. So the reality of it is I need, I need, I need to show and be present with love every day in every way. Yes. So that being said, we are operating on this place when we are seeing that we are going into a place where we have to be captain defender, the defender of all un untruths, ready to save us from humility and reality. And the thing is, 
to avoid this understanding of defending. When we defend something, it means we're at threat, right? And so we don't need Captain Defender. We don't need Captain Defender to come in and, you know, to, to, to make it so we don't have humility or have humbleness or have anything like that because we don't need it. We don't need a Captain Defender because all Captain Defender is, is doing is basically revealing our insecurity. Every country in the world that is warring and having war against each other because they're insecure. They're just insecure and they don't want to admit it. So they act with this big bravado, like blowing people up and screaming at people and knocking on people's door and telling them to come to Jesus. And if they're not, they're going to go to hell. Well, you know what? We're not. And if you really worried about hell, right now there's hell here on earth. And if you don't see the hell that's on earth, you're knocking on doors isn't going to do anything. In fact, if you really want to get people to come to God, if you want people to, to rise up into a better place in their lives and you want them to become people who are citizens of love, you don't do it by invoking fear in them and you don't do it by attacking them and you don't do it by getting mad at them and you don't do it by arguing with them. Yeah. Let's take a pause on that. You don't do it by arguing. You don't do it by defending. We don't need no Captain Defender who's coming out here to defend and argue its points and views so it can be right. Because obviously it means you are insecure and you are showing, demonstrating insecurity at the highest level. And that is not helping you or another person. So in order for us to become much more mobile in the capacity of love in our life. We have to come out of this need to defend and come into this place of observing the other person's point of view without threat or fear of what they're saying and by staying in a place of love. Love's awareness now. I'm going to say it again. Love's awareness now. That's right. I should have had a country music song about that. We'll just get a little bit of love's awareness. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Love's awareness now. I got some love awareness right now. Mm -hmm. That would be great. So the thing is, love's awareness right now is the key to us remaining in a place of love when someone is talking to us, remaining in a place of love when someone's screaming at us, remaining in a place of love when someone is saying something that we really, truly don't understand or like or appreciate or approve or can't believe someone would say to us. But we stay in a place of love and awareness. We realize that if it's showing up, it's because we have orchestrated it to show up. So if we react and we get into Captain Defender, we are literally putting ourselves into a place of insecurity. And this is where turmoil, pain, suffering, and all the things that human beings cry out about to the angels and spirits all the time. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Why me? Why me? Why me? How could this person hurt me? How could they do this to me? How could they hurt me? I'm such a good person. Knock it off. The spirits know you're a good person. You don't need to beg it out and cry it out because these things happen to you. What you need to do is simply say, why did I create this? What did I need this for? How does it serve me? And how do I get back to a place of love with myself so that I create beautiful, romantic, enchanting, loving, nurturing, powerful, divinely guided experiences into our lives without creating the drama? Because no mama wants no drama and nobody needs drama because drama is not necessary here on planet Earth even though a lot of people like to see drama and that's why they go to movies and watch it on TV. Fine if you like to be entertained, but you don't need to bring that into your life. So that being said, remember to stay in that place of love in that awareness of yourself, right? Because it's really what causes a lot of pain. A lot of our stress and anger exists because we are too busy defending our egos instead of allowing life to make us more aware 
make us more aware of whom and what we are and if we're operating from a place of love or if we're not. And if we aren't, then we can just bring that, start unloading all of our stuff on that love table and see what is actually in alignment to love and what isn't. And that's even including the things in your home, like your little nicks and knacks that you have around your home. I guarantee you there's a lot of things in people's homes that are not operating in a place of love. It's operating in a place of lack or fear or something that they held on to from a relationship that was one terrible, all kinds of things. You don't need half of the things you need, you have in your life. You're just filling up space. Open up space for, for intentional love. Open up space for more creativity. Get rid of all these knacks and, and things in your home, these knickknacks that aren't really bringing the value of love on any level other than just bringing clutter in your home. So that being said, loving yourself is also removing those clutters. Clean your car out. Get rid of the clutter in your home. Loving yourself is making space for you so that you can bring in new energies that empower you and inspire you and delight you to recognize the power of your being. So clean up. Get rid of that stuff. Like, what do you got going on in there? Get it out. Like, what do you have on you? If you go to your shelf and you, and you have a bunch of knickknacks on there and you don't even look at those things every day and those things are not inspiring you or lifting you or shifting you and they don't remind you of things that empower you, then get rid of it. No more. Get rid of it. It's a no-go. It's a no-go, no-go, right? So operation quit on that. So that's really important. So if we recognize that, we open ourselves up to a higher level of learning within ourselves, which really develops um, new pathways of intelligence, which opens up new ways of dreaming, new ways of seeing, new ways of experiencing, and therefore we get a new life from the life that we were living before, which is something that a lot of people want and a lot of people don't just want, but from my perspective, a lot of people need. We push people away and never never really understand why we're pushing them away. And we, we go into that space of pushing people away because we're pushing ourselves away. Pushing ourselves away because every person that's showing up is there to bring us a gift of us being able to recognize love within ourselves. We push people away because they threaten us. They scare us. They do something that we don't feel is right or we don't like. Instead of, instead of pushing people away, we can simply say that where we are right now isn't in the highest place for us to be friends or to be each other's lives because we're not being productive in love with each other. However, it doesn't mean that it will always be that way. I'm sure there'll come a time when we have both matured in a space for us to create something beautiful with each other. Don't make it all about them. It's also about you as well. You're also growing and shifting and learning. And there's certain things inside of you that may not be working well for them. So it's not a you are bad and I'm getting rid of you cut. It's a we are at a place right now where we are not creating the most loving experience for both of us and for the planet. So it's best for us to split ways, but keep the awareness that we can come back together when we are mature enough to create that level of consciousness with each other and remain in that space of love. Hmm, doesn't that feel so much better than just cutting people out of your life and not calling them and just getting them text message breakups? Who wants a text message breakup? Not pleasant. I had one once and I was like, well, it seems that that's what you need to do. So you broke up with me on text. Fine. Moving on. But the thing is, no one wants that. And who wants that? And I know that you don't. So let's focus on creating awarenesses of love for each other and that it's not all about me, the victim who got hurt, me, the victim who didn't get appreciated, me, the victim whose husband or wife was controlling or cheated on me or did this or that or 
whatever it may be that we are the business partner, this person did that, they took advantage of you. No one can take advantage of you. You took advantage of yourself and you let them and now you're blaming them because you let them. Just own up and take responsibility. I mean, respond with love. Take responsibility, respond with love. Change the world, change the planet, change the dynamic and everything will be in constant flow. The core energy of energies that we are wanting to get rid of all require love. And in order for that to actually fully leave your system or fully leave your life, as I would say, to move on to something greater in your life, you have to respond with love. That is what responsibility is all about. Responsibility is not just like, oh, go clean your room and, you know, go get a job you know, and like, you know, you should be helping me with the kids or, you know, being responsible in that way, like, you know, picking up after yourself and whatever. No, it's the ability to respond with love. It's the, I'm choosing to get a job because I love myself and I'm not going to choose a job that I don't love. I'm going to choose something that makes me feel happy. So I'm responding with love. I choose to listen to this conversation uh, with you and be present with you and talk with you and share with you and love with you instead of yelling at you and getting mad at you and slamming doors and walking out the door and calling you all kinds of names because I have the ability to respond. I choose to respond with love. And I can choose to separate through this relationship by recognizing that we're not mature enough right now to create a loving relationship that is supportive and nurturing on both parts and allowing us to create more love into the world and create and stay in that field of love. And I also love you and realize that this door can come back and this door can stay open and we can come back into this place when we're able to hold that space and hold that space for each other. It doesn't have to be these dramatic things that we do in life. It doesn't have to be these things. And if you're ready to leave your job, it's like, you know, I appreciate working here. I appreciate everything you've done for me. I appreciate everything that I've learned here. And I love you so much. And thank you for this opportunity to share my gifts and my spirit. However, I feel at this time when we have reached a place where we're not able to lock in a place of awareness of love for the highest vision of this company or for this job or for whatever it may be. And so therefore, I would like for us to leave in an amicable way where we both feel supported and nurtured and loved in this process of separation. And boom, there you go. See, the thing is, is that the more and more we always stay in the responding to love, the greater, right? It's like, okay, I love you and I appreciate you. And I know that you've been going through a lot of things. However, there's one thing I want to share with you. First of all, I want to let you know how much I appreciate you and I love you and all the things that you do. And then there's this one area in the life that's getting on, that's affecting me. And here it is. And I know you can handle it because I love you and so forth. Just always preface it with love. Always go to that awareness of love. So important. Because people don't just react out of nowhere. They simply make a choice to defend or not defend. And when they make that choice, they can easily make a choice to respond to love. It's not that difficult. You make a choice to defend or not defend. So just when you make a choice to just respond with love. When we live with the acknowledgement that we are safe in this world, then it really helps us to remove the belief systems and patterns that halt our, um, our revolution, which is our evolution. We can adjust ourselves and become much more open and free and loving and humble beings if we just adjust ourselves into the field and perspective of love. The field and perspective of love is the responsibility. The responsibility of each person on this planet has the responsibility to act from a place of love, hear from a place of love, see from a place of love, and operate from a place of love, and build from a place of love, and create from a place of love. So that way we are creating a world that feels good and safe and nurturing and supportive to every human being, which is really important. And this is what I thrive my life, which I um, know that you're thriving in your life as well. So we are moving into that beautiful space and opening up that doorway. So, you know, uh, the next time you're about to react to something, ask yourself, is there something that the universe is trying to show me? 
You know, ask, um, you know, if you're getting better, if you're getting another chance to transform your ego by stepping into a place of love. And are you ready to do your part in making this world a more loving place, a truthful place based in love? Are you here to absorb, recognize and support and acknowledge love as the first go response, right? It's the first response. So if we recognize that and we step into that space, we open ourselves up to a higher way of learning. And then we get to realize the beautiful energies that we bring into the world are now manifesting by the people that we're bringing into our lives, right? So don't allow the world to dictate your perception um, and think out of the box and don't choose things just because of the fact that everyone else is choosing them. Ask yourself, is it aligned with love? Is it operating from that place? You know, because all of the geniuses, masterminds, inventors, and leaders are here today and they are you, right? We are the Renaissance women and men of today. And through being a Renaissance woman and man, we have many things that we can do and many gifts to offer. Right. But in order for us to see the power of our beautiful energy, we have to operate from responsibility and responsibility allows us to really step into a place where we recognize to, you know, that we have this ability to respond in every situation to a place of love. So, so let me ask you a question. Do you feel inside of yourself that life is difficult? Do you feel inside of yourself that things are hard to come by? Money is hard to come by. All these things are difficult for you to, to bring into your life. Do you feel that that is something for you? And if you do, it means that you are not giving yourself sound frequency, sound frequency of really understanding the way in which you speak to yourself. A sound frequency or a high frequency tone, right, operates with an emotional feeling and uh, a thought process with acknowledgement of sound, be it internally or externally. The frequency of love or the sound of love is the awareness of that energy, which is the awareness of the emotions, which is feeling the sense of love and the words that are coming out are empowering, which then creates the energy of feeling love and therefore creates this whole complete experience where you recognize that the levels of, of octaves exist within each field or perception of love that is, is obtained, seen, or act upon. So if we continue to um, operate in that place, the level of awareness that expands on planet Earth will be trifold. It will be so big and so vast that the, that the energy that we're dealing with when it comes to discord or separation or divisiveness or any of this energy will be dismissed and cleared because the energy um, patterns of love are, are moving at such a ratio that the energy pattern of love moves faster than the speed of light and therefore can affect the life of a person instantaneously just through that energy field, the core energy field, which we, we operate from, which is the, the place of you know, our intention, our will, our, our core desire, right? If it, our core desire is in alignment to the understanding that all are benefiting from this 
whatever it is we're creating or speaking about or doing. And it operates in this functional perspective of humanity and nature kingdom. We will create a symbiosis of love that transcends not only nation, people, but also technology and the way we're operating with the animal kingdom and within the nature um, kingdom as well. The species of development will shift and we will move into a much more enlightened awareness of consciousness, therefore being able to create new understandings of the world that we see today and dismantle a lot of the things that we experience because they will not be in the formation of love, nor will they be contained with the field of love. And therefore, the core energy that we seek, which is always to remain back into the whole, will all become a, a normal thing on everyday's life. So you won't just go to your uh, quote-unquote work. You will go to something that you love and you'll be embraced in that space of love and you will share in that space of love and then come home with love from that space that you experienced all that love in and share it with your family, your friends, your children, your lover, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your animal, whatever it may be. And then they will create the same vibration. And before you know it, it becomes a domino effect. Uh, of, of new conscious realities developing out of the seed energy of love's awareness and responsibility, right? So the core energy becomes a gifted root for all to experience the unlimited gifts that will come from the universe. It won't be like one day you get a gift. It'll be like every day you get a gift. Every day you wake up, you'll be getting a gift. And that gift will be coming from spirit because you'll be open to the abundant flow of goodness in your life, right? A lot of times people will say to me, how do you have all these wonderful things always happening for you? It's because I dream a different dream. I dream a dream of love. I dream a dream of caring. I dream a dream of nurturing and so forth. And it doesn't mean that I have it all figured out. I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming those things and now I am, I'm, I am loving myself into dreaming greater dreams than the dream in which I've had, which is all based in higher forms of love because love is an eternal process. It doesn't have a beginning and end. It's not a linear motion. It is a quantum you know, fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, seventh dimensional field of consciousness that is merging and flowing in and out of each other simultaneously at the same time, quantumly changing and shifting and developing new forms of love that no one could ever even think of that is being developed by other species and other beings because of the love that we are operating here on earth. So everything is connected, right? And so when someone says something is not connected, they're completely off. Every time you sit on a chair, you're connecting with the synthesis of that chair. The time you get up and you walk into the room, you're leaving an echo and imprint of energy into that room. And therefore, other people are picking it up. That's why someone can be in the home going through a very difficult situation, a lot of pain. That person can walk in, feel like they walked into a dark cloud. That's because energy synthesis is moving in combinational waves that are creating conscious waves all around you, communicating to each other. So your body is communicating to the chair, to the tree outside, to the flowers in your home, to everything around you, to the person who's in the room with you and you just may not be consciously aware of it but it is happening and therefore the collective um the collective approach is when the alignment of thought merges merges with another alignment of thought that is similar in the same perspective of energy as well as in the same understanding of consciousness this then creates an opening where you have what we call a collective a collective are a bunch of people who exist within a field of consciousness that matches itself within a certain diameter of ex an experience and a certain diameter of feeling and understanding of what it is on a conscious level. So therefore, it creates a whole doorway or an opening into that world. And before you know it, you have people who are believing the same thing, such as, you know, someone can say one word 
And that word then becomes very viral, but it's not viral just on computers. It's viral in the consciousness because the consciousness has also uh, put its attention there. And the energy of that is now growing and expanding and they're creating uh, a powerful bridge of information through that group of people. So you could have a billion people thinking love and that love is now creating another billion people to think love because the energy frequencies are moving at such a rate that we don't even have technology developed enough to be able to read the synthesis exchange happening within the communication of one energy form to another energy form, thus creating a collective energy form that builds the realities that you see today. The core energy or the formation of energy that comes to become the discordant energy is the energy when there is a frequency of exchange that is opposite in polarity to the one that is being sent out or being moved around for communication purposes, both on an earthly level, physical level, and emotional and mental level. Therefore, that energy then becomes um, much more of seen as a threat or an invader or foreign energy instead of it seeing it as a part of the whole, just not in the full awareness of its, of its beingness or it creates a distortion wave that limits it from seeing its own potential. That distortion wave is created by the idea that it can exist in opposition to someone else. That is a false um, thing that we've created on human on on this planet as human beings is that we've created an idea that if people are not like us or they don't dress like us or walk like us or talk like us that they are not us and therefore we bypass them or not or treat them with disrespect or think that they're lower than us or that we're greater than them or that we have the right to go to war with them and kill them and do whatever we want with them because we don't see the value in them. And that is because we are not looking through that clear, clear understanding of, of how we can respond to life differently. However, we are looking from a fear-based perspective, which creates a distortion in the field of consciousness of love and therefore moves everything in a place of love's awareness so much that the fear becomes even stronger. So it becomes, I love my children so much, you suffocate them. I love my husband so much, I can't give him space. I love my wife so much, I can't allow her to be herself. I love this person so much, I'm controlling them and getting mad at them because they're not meeting my expectations. This love then becomes distorted and that love that becomes distorted literally has caused so much pain and suffering to humanity on a whole because human beings have chosen to continue that distorted energy instead of allowing, and I'm going to say it again, allowing new energies to take hold that are not held in distorted frequencies and that are held in conscious frequencies of responsibility, the ability to respond to love no matter what. This is the core anthem of the nation of people who are developing, growing, experiencing, and channeling new information of spiritual, gifted, powerful, illuminated presences in my life and in your lives and in the lives of others as well as through all of us. So we get to become the factor of clarity on planet Earth. We get to become the energy frequency or the surge of light that illuminates the masses without there being any kind of assassination or any kind of uh, uh, you know, uh, people being afraid that they're going to get shot and killed and all these different things. So they choose not to step out of that comfort zone that they've created for themselves on having an incorrect assessment of what is going on with them on a core level. This creates a discordant energy. This discordant energy then vibrates to other people who are open and aware of it because of certain moods, behaviors, and energies or foods that they're putting in their body. And this then becomes a part of their energetic system and they begin to think in the same way. Very contagious 
and very unnecessary. I have seen many groups of people begin to operate in that place because the contagion of that energy is so spiritually based that it's so incorrect to the core nature of being a humanitarian and being a human being who is operating from the perspective of joy, love, consciousness first before I judge you, condemn you, and lock you and barricade you into the dark realm because you're just an evil person, which is so easy for people to go into. You know, it's like the, it's not, but it's not necessary. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for someone to go at someone without having all the data and information. I get situations where people will write me things and go after me and say things to me and stuff, but they don't have all the data and information. They only have bits and pieces and they're reacting off those bits and pieces, which shows literally a lot of tomfoolery of arrogance and ignorance on their part because the tomfoolery aspect is you don't have all the information and data and you're only reacting to information and data that you have, which isn't giving you enough of an understanding or a clarity about why it is and who I am and what it means and all of these things, you have just decided to operate from a primal nature, which is I understand you from the fact that I need to understand you, but I choose not to because I don't really want to understand you so I can hold on to the viewpoints that I have and be correct and right about them because my ego is there to make sure that I am right and correct about everything that I feel and think. Therefore, I am. And that does not antiquate into global awareness, global consciousness, global love, global reforming, global education, and global clarity for the planet for us to thrive and be these illuminated beings of light who are capable of immense power. All we have to do is align it to the highest principle of truth. That principle of truth is waiting on that feeling um, inside of you. That part of your being that is just waiting with its waiting, it's baiting its breath for you to say, no more, no more, no more. I am aligning my energy with the vibration of love. I am throwing down everything I believe and every possession I have on the table of love. And I am operating from the responsibility. I am a responsibility responsible human being. And I'm operating from that responsibility. If somebody has given me the ability to have electricity when I didn't have it before, and if it's to pay them the money that they have given me to be able to have access to that, I should have the money there to pay it because I am a responsible person, which means I have the ability to respond with love. This gives me lit drive, lit feelings, lit train all the time, lit juice all the time, every day, feeling fire, feeling lit, feeling the, that powerful energy moving and surging through my being that says, you, nothing can stop you. You are unstoppable. You are so powerful and so dynamic that you can move through any obstacle because you know how to come into a place of unconditional love. L-U-V. Lasting universal vibrations. L-U-V. Lasting universal vibrations. Lasting universal vibrations. Lasting universal vibration. Love. Love. We operate from that place, that field of awareness, we then create a world worth living in. Now, when you have people who want to get off the planet but don't want to tell their family members they want to die and all of a sudden they get cancer, all of a sudden they just die out of nowhere or they get into a car accident or something bad happens because they don't want to be here anymore. But they don't want to tell you 
Because then you're going to get all sad and think something's wrong with them. Probably lock them up in a mental ward. Say, they want to kill themselves. What's wrong? How can we help them? No, they just don't want to be here anymore. And every human being has a right to choose if they want to be here anymore. But what I say to you is give it a chance. Give it a chance. Let me show you the beauty of life. Let me help you understand how to take your mind into higher places so that you can bring higher visions into your thinking process and speak with higher words of intelligence for the greater good of your being so that you can be the magistrator, the orchestrator, the dynamic energy source that allows illumination to be a presence that is real instead of something you read in a dictionary. Dim illumination, radiance. These are real words of real people who are living and breathing their lives on earth right now as we speak. And you are one of those people. But in order for you to attain that level, you have to choose to step into more responsibility as a human being, as a child of divine, as a goddess as a god, as a king, as a queen, as a majesty of the light. So breathe. Take that in. Breathe that in. Take that in. How does that feel? What does that do for you? Can you feel the lit energy inside of you? Can you Feel the power surging through your body that says yes, 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 and yes. I am holding down responsibility. The ability to respond with love, value, appreciation. Yes. So we, we embark upon this, this place in the awareness of the mind, in the emotions, with the frequency of love as we step into that higher space of learning and experiencing things from a perspective of love versus from the understanding of wanting to accomplish something and get accolades from it. We men, we women on the planet have a choice to operate from the consensus of a male that is operating from love's awareness and a female that is operating from the awareness of love's awareness and not operating it from two polar opposites, but operating it from the wholeness of a female and a male. Uh, the wholeness that says it's okay for me to allow the radiant love and energy that comes in through my being to be seen and heard and experienced for the highest level. So that way we are operating in that space. And in that space, we know that we through love, can do anything. Every person here, every child that you allow to listen to the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast, every kid of yours is being filled and lit with so much light and intelligence that they are literally making shifts and changes in their lives just by listening to one of the shows on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast because they are opening up to new levels of thinking that we were not exposed to at the highest order. And however, we are now. We are now exposed to that. So there are no excuses anymore. There are no more excuses. Those excuses have gone by. They've been going away. They're gone. Those excuses are a no-go. Time to flow. Goodbye. Right? So you are a illuminated being. 
Say it out loud. I am an illuminated being. 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 I respond with love's awareness, love's truth, love's choice. I'm an illuminated being. That is the power. That is what I want you to say out loud. I am an illuminated being. I am an illuminated being. I am an illuminated being. I am an illuminated being who's filled with so much love. I'm on the lit train and my life is getting better every day. Beautiful things are showing up every day. Amazing opportunities are showing up every day because I am a living, loving, responsible, loving, being that attracts only the best of the best of the best of the best into my life. These are the words that you have to speak to yourself. These are the words that you can choose to speak to yourself to see change occur in your life. Change that, that moves mountains. Change that shifts and changes cells. Change that brings smiles when there were frowns. Change that lifts you up out of iniquity, out of pain, out of suffering. Changes that builds new foundations for you to build your house on, to build your life upon. Change that allows you to be more love, more embrace, more connection, more touch, more sensuality in your life. Change that lifts you to a higher place of learning and responsibility of learning how to take in information and data that is serving you at the highest order, that is lifting you and shifting you to higher possibilities of thought outside of the box, outside of the matrix. Change that is teaching you how to love your body and nourish your vessel. Give to yourself the food and the sustenance that you need in order to provide yourself with more love on this planet. Change that allows you to connect with another person. When you hug them, you bless them up. You give them love. You, you give them so much love that they, that they any obstacles, any, any poisons, anything that is affecting their life is immediately removed because you have change in your, your blood, change in your words, change in the way that you think, change in the way that you operate as a human being, change in our social system, change in the way we communicate with each other, change that we do not gossip about other people. And the only time we talk about other people is when we are reaching ourselves out to make a plan to join together and to help them, to assist them and to guide them and to provide them with what they need in order to flourish and be the change that we have become. Change when in order to be able to recognize the power of spirit and creativity, that we are all creative beings, no matter if we are creative or not in our hands or in our words, we are creative in some aspect of our life and we must acknowledge that. Change in the ability to recognize that every time you listen to anything that is coming from the highest level of love, that you are being lifted and shifted into higher possibilities, and that therefore your life is now changing, and all the things that you had orchestrated before, days before, weeks before, months before, is now changed and shifted because you have chosen to orchestrate something completely different in this here and now. Change in knowing that right now that you've listened to this podcast and you have heard my words of love speak into your mind, into your cells, into your bones, into your muscles, into your hands, into your feet. Well, I say wake up feet, Wake up hands, wake up spine, wake up body, wake up mind, wake up emotions, and bring the love in. Bring the responsibility to the ability to respond to love in ways that are so profound and so nurtured in the nature of your being. You are a dynamic being of love, a vessel of love that has so much power inside of you. And I am so encouraged and empowered and happy and delighted and excited to know that you are making change in your life because you have chosen to respond and have responsibility with love. I know this about you. I see this in you. I feel this from you. And I love you, sweet soul. I love you so much. And I know I can speak fast when I get lit, but it's all for you to fill up your vessel with beauty and joy and goodness and happiness and have an easy life. For that is all that I shall ever, ever, ever desire in my prayers for you. For you to, when I speak to the ancestors and the angels and the beings, and when I speak to God, it is for you to have an easy life, for you to recognize that you're making it more difficult than it has to be. And it doesn't have to be that way that you get to love, experience, 
dance, be free, enjoy and play, 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 play and have fun in your life. Enjoy your life. Embrace your life and know that I love you. I love you. I love you so, so much. I love you so, so much. And if you really are benefiting from these shows, if you are feeling the power of litness in these shows, please take some time and sign up on iTunes and send me a review what you think the show means to you. The more reviews, the more people will see them and the more people will get, say, while these numbers are high, I want to listen to the show as well too. We have to shift consciousness, share this podcast with people. It's medicine for the soul, baby. It's medicine for the soul. And if you love someone, if you love your family members, I had a girl who wrote me on Instagram and said that she hadn't talked to her mom for six, seven years. And when she shared with her the podcast, they healed their relationship. I have a, a woman who said her son had chronic nightmares and couldn't, couldn't get good grades in school and started listening to the podcast. And all of a sudden his grades went up and he had no nightmares anymore. Let this podcast be the medicine of your soul. Ancient wisdom today for our tribe is for all of us. It's for me. It's for you. It's for everyone. And if you love your family and friends, you'll send this to them as a gift and say, I really want you to listen. I really want you to listen because I want to bring this gift to you because I know that you are deserving and you are love and I love you and I want the best for you. And so I give this to you with a gift. Go to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'll sign you up, whatever it is, because I want you to be lifted and shifted and see the amazingness that you are that I see in you. You give this as a gift to people. You tell people in the dinner tables, you talk about it, you share about it, you come to action about it. And if you want to learn how to level yourself up with some shamanic powers and more technology, go on to my newsletter on shamanjurek.com and sign up and get ready for some powerful energies that you get to wield in this lifetime. And also, if you haven't joined my masterclass with Sahara Rose, please go onto my Instagram page and look up my masterclass. Type up masterclass on Google with Sahara Rose and Shaman Durek and be inspired to see your leadership in ways you've never seen before. I love you so much, tribe. You are the sun, the moon, the stars. You are everything to me. And I love you with all of my heart and soul. And if everyone, anyone has not told you that I love you, I value, I see you, I love you all through every way, every part of your life. I love you. Know that, live that, breathe that. And until next show, bye.